You're listening to Proclaim Gospel Podcast, coming to you from Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Your host is Evangelist Joel Gunz. Today's word is entitled, What Are You Doing Here? What are you doing here? Let us pray. Father in heaven, this morning, I thank you for your word. I thank you for waking me up today to present yet another word from the divine scripture. I pray that as I present it, you will beat back the forces of darkness so that your word may go forth with power, with clarity, and with conviction. So touch hearts, change lives, and save souls, I pray, in your son's mighty name with thanksgiving. Amen. What are you doing here? Let us turn to the book of First Kings chapter 19, and we're going to read from verse 1 to 9. First Kings chapter 19 verse 1 to 9. All right, let's go now. Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done and how he had killed all the prophets with the sword. Then Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah saying, So let the gods do to me and more also. If I don't make your life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. Huh. That was a threat that Elijah knew would be carried out by Jezebel, that wicked queen. He knew that that threat would be carried out because Elijah had just had supernatural victory on Mount Carmel where he slew 450 prophets, false prophets, and now Jezebel was after him. So look at what it goes on and say in verse 3. When he saw that, he arose and ran for his life, and came to Beersheba, which belongs to Judah, and left his servant there. He ran 100 miles away from this puny woman after he had had such a, 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 an astounding victory where Yahweh showed up on Mount Carmel as the Yahweh of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Now, Elijah should not have fled from his post of duty. That is what we call dereliction of duty. When you run away from your post, that is punishable by discipline in any police organization or the military. Dereliction of duty. And in, in the military, one can be court-martialed and discharged dishonorably. So Elijah ran away from his post because of a threat from a puny woman after such a miraculous and marvelous victory on Mount Carmel. He should have met the threat of Jezebel with an appeal for protection to the one who had commissioned him to vindicate the honor of Yahweh. He should have gone to the same Yahweh who gave him the victory on Mount Carmel. But he began to run from this woman. I don't know what caused him to run away. You see, when Yahweh calls us into battle, it is a battle that we have to give our lives up for. It doesn't mean that we must run and hide when persecution comes. If they have to take our head off with the sword, if they have to put us before the firing squad, if they have to put us on the gallows of the guillotine, we must boldly go and say, yes, I will die for Yeshua. I will die for Yahweh if needs be. Let's move on now. Let's move on now in verse 4. Follow me in your Bible in verse 4, 1 Kings chapter 19. But he himself, now he ran away. Elijah ran away and he went into Beersheba. 
Now, and he went a day's journey ahead into the wilderness and came and sat down under a juniper tree. Then he requested for himself that he might die and said, It is enough. Now, O Yahweh, take my life, for I am not better than my father's. Here it is now, this man of Yahweh, this great man who we talk of today and have so many songs written about. These are the days of Elijah. And the Spirit and the, and has, has revealed unto, unto the prophets to say, as in the days of Elijah and John the Baptist, this is the Elijah who was caught up in a chariot of fire, in a whirlwind of fire. This is the Elijah who came down on the mountain with Yeshua and the disciples Peter, James and John on the Mount of Transfiguration but he was running away for his life and he said it is enough Yahweh I want to die because I'm not better than my father's you see, sometimes we're going to get some discouragement in our experience they all comes times of disappointment and utter discouragement when we have days of sorrow and yes that will become our portion and it is hard to believe that Yahweh is still the kind of benefactor of his earth-born children days when trouble harassed the soul till death seems preferable to life it is then that many lose their hold on Yahweh and are brought into the slavery of doubt the bondage of unbelief this is where the helmet of salvation comes in with the armor of Yahweh for the devil will get into your mind he will get into our minds we have been on the battlefield for Yahweh we have seen great victories we have seen where people have been healed by praying for them by laying off our hands on them demons flee and being cast out and now one simple threat came by and we are going to be running and hiding and asking Yahweh to kill us now that's not sounding good at all Let's go down now and see what's happening here. Now he lay down and he slept under a juniper tree. And behold, an angel touched him and said to him, Arise and eat. He looked and behold, there was at his head a cake baked on the coals and a jar of water. And he ate and he drank and he lay down again. Yahweh was so good to Elijah that even though Elijah was running away from his duty even though Elijah neglected his post he ran away as a soldier in the army of Yahweh Yahweh did not discard him but Yeshua himself who came after Adam in the garden this is the same angel of Yahweh Yeshua himself who went to the cross who came looking for Elijah and touched him and said get up and eat and there the angel he got food prepared by an angel how many of us will be so fortunate to have an angel cook food for us so he got up well I said cook food but bake <laughs> he got up and he ate and he drank he didn't even he wasn't even overwhelmed by the presence of the angel of the most high he is as if he was accustomed of seeing angels because he got up he ate he didn't even said wow and compliment the angel he just ate and he went back to sleep because he was tired from that running away he was tired and this man of Yahweh sat down he ate and he and and he went to sleep and he goes on and say here the angel of Yahweh himself came and touched him the second time 
and said, Arise and eat because the journey is too great for you. He arose and ate and drank and went in the strength of that food forty days and forty nights to Horeb, Yahweh's mountain. Now let me say something here before I move on. The battle that we are fighting, the journey that we are on, towards the kingdom, towards the new Jerusalem, towards the promised land. That journey is a long journey. It is not for the swift. It is not a 100 meter dash. It is a marathon. It is not for the swift, but for those who endure to the end. Many people start off running, running. And when you're looking for them, you can't find them. They come into the church in the front door and they leave through the back door because they had no connection. Their root was not deep down into the soil of Yahweh's grace. And so this man of Yahweh, this man of Yahweh ran away. And Yahweh said to him, listen to me eat this cake and drink this water because the journey because the journey is too hard for you the journey is going to be difficult ahead we need Yahweh's Holy Spirit we need that quickening power we cannot go on this journey in today's grace and today's outpouring we need an outpouring of Yahweh's grace every day the victory that Elijah had on Mount Carmel could not give him the power and the strength to go on on that journey he had to be given a new outpouring of the Holy Spirit and that is why it is very important for you and me to always ask for a fresh outpouring of Yahweh's Holy Ghost power Ruach HaKodesh because the battle is fierce the battle is heated seven times hotter and the enemy is on our tails the enemy is on our heels and we need the Holy Spirit so he got up and he went in the strength of that food 40 days and 40 nights. Moses went on that same mountain and communed with Yahweh when he was given the Ten Commandments. 40 days and 40 nights. Yeshua was in the wilderness battling the forces of darkness with Satan and his evil angels. 40 days and 40 nights. And here it is now. Elijah is on his way to Horeb 40 days and 40 nights when that journey for Elijah should have taken 10 days it took him 40 days and 40 nights but now let's go on now and in verse 9 it says here and he came to a cave there and camped there and behold Yahweh's word came to him and said to him what are you doing here Elijah here let me read that question again what are you doing here Elijah in other words what are you doing here Christine what are you doing here Kara what are you doing here Annette what are you doing here Vance after all that Yahweh has done for you after all that Yahweh has done for me what are we doing here in our cave hiding after such great victories and, and direction and providence by Yahweh, what are you doing here? That question must, must have cut Elijah to the core. But it was precisely the question that he needed to consider. Sometimes Yahweh will ask you and he will ask me, Joel, what are you doing here? Just as he asked Adam, when Adam went hiding in the garden, Adam, where art thou? Yahweh asked the question, Elijah, what are you doing here? Why, after all, why was he there? 
who had called him there was it his duty was it duty he was on what was there now to do why was he not in Israel instructing and encouraging those who had so recently turned their backs to Baal there was a great need for his ministry at home but now Elijah found himself alone in a foreign land when Yahweh is calling you and me to stand up and to spread the gospel many times people run away many times people say I don't want to do it I will go away I will hide myself I will do this I will do that so that they would not find me but where can you hide from Yahweh where can you hide from Yeshua the psalmist David said if I make my bed in hell there you are if I take the wings of the morning and fly away towards the sea where can he hide David said there's no place you can hide from the seven eyes the seven spirits of Yahweh that are to and fro in the earth so when Yahweh gives us a work to do it doesn't matter who threatens it doesn't matter how difficult it is it doesn't matter how boisterous and how contrary it is Yahweh gave us a work to do and we must stand like a brave with our faces to the foe because he will enable us he will empower us to complete the work for Yahweh will not take us where he will not keep us and sustain us so the question was asked of Elijah what are you doing here however this was no time for remorse but rather for earnest searching of heart and it was not until Elijah had regained control of himself until he had learned to take courage in Yahweh and to undertake heaven's task in heaven's ways would he be able to return to his homeland to carry on the work from which he had run away there were many lessons for him to learn there were many lessons for us to learn and that cave would be his schoolroom and Yahweh his teacher my brother and my sister are you running away from the work that Yahweh called you to do is it because of somebody on the job is 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 bad talking you is spreading lies and rumors about you that you don't want to take up the bible that you don't want to hit the streets or the airwaves and proclaim the gospel why are you running away why are you running away is it because your family has neglected you is it because of so many circumstances that can happen my brother and my sister there's no situation that is bigger than Yahweh's duty for you get on out there take up the word spread the gospel and go on out because somebody out there is waiting to hear the gospel preached to them I don't know what you are doing here what are you doing here dereliction of the divine command and mandate Elijah was a powerful prophet in Israel and if he ran oh yes today many of us are going to run but it is no excuse it is no reason for you to run and hide like a little wimp go and spread the gospel in my adversity I am preaching the gospel it doesn't matter what happens in my life I am preaching the gospel who wants to talk let them talk because the time will come when they will run to the rocks and the mountains and cry out fall on me and hide me from the face of the lamb from the wrath of the lamb for who shall be able to stand so I'm going to preach the gospel because I know who I serve I know 
who is on my side i know the power of yahweh's holy spirit in my life so i'm gonna preach the gospel i'm not gonna run like elijah i'm not gonna run like him but i'm gonna stand up because i'm using his situation to be my example oh yes and yahweh is with me even unto the end of the world and he will be with you also so what are you doing here my brother and my sister Oh yes, Father in heaven, I thank you for your word. I thank you for your grace and I thank you for your mercy. Father, sometimes the battle gets so heated and so hot that we want to run away and hide in a cave. But we know that you are with us. For the scripture says, greater is he that is in you, that is in me, than he that is in the world. And Father in heaven, we know that you will always be with us. For the enemy is a defeated foe. He is a defeated foe. So help us to remember, Father in heaven. Help us to remember Yahweh of hosts, that the enemy may go about like a raging lion seeking whom he may devour but you are you are father in heaven eternal life because you came to bring life and to bring it more abundantly so i want to thank you for your grace i want to thank you for your mercy i'm asking you for sustaining power i'm asking you oh heavenly father for dynamite power by your holy spirit that i may present your word to the world father in heaven so it doesn't matter how they rage it doesn't matter how they talk it doesn't matter what they say or what they do I'm going to stand up for you father today so I pray father in heaven that you will strengthen the faint hearted that you will give them your Holy Spirit to stand up and to proclaim the gospel forgive us for our sins I pray have mercy upon us father and I thank you I thank you for being with us for I ask it in your son's mighty name with thanksgiving amen If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, you can write us at Proclaim Gospel, P.O. Box 336, Rowtown, Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Or you may email us at ProclaimGospelVI at gmail.com. Our telephone number is 1284 547 4601.